1: Well thank you very much once again uh, the legendary John Bon Jovi folks welcome aboard to you and uh, I hope you're ready to stick around for some uh, interesting music we got a new, new twist in the show today something we've never done before and um, we we really enjoy breaking new ground here on the show and doing you know doing little extra things different things for uh, emerging indie artists i think you'll see what we mean in just a few minutes but first we have a uh, we have a tune we'd like to play for you it's a uh, guest from uh, from a few months ago mr larry j has a brand new track just out today and we're going to play it for you right now it's a killer song let me tell you here's larry j with a killer song mm-hmm.
2: Must get them out from the roots. you gotta dig or they'll be back within a week. To kill these kind of weeds, I need a song. Play a song, a killer song If the root of your heartache is buried in your soul A real good melody will make bad feelings go I grow to kill these kind of weeds. I need a song. I put my headphones on and they're gone. I am it loud and I blow out time I need something strong. I'll play a song.
1: There you have it. It's a killer song. I hope you listen to the lyrics of it because that's really the strong point of the song. And I think the understated uh, accompaniment music sort of helps you accentuate that. Uh, Larry J, who was on our June 20th show, if you'd like to go back and listen, Blog Talk Radio, of course, has all of our old shows archived there. You can go back and listen to his interview and a couple more of his songs from our June 20th show. Larry J. It's called a killer song and we're gonna find out John Bon Jovial's opinion right now. John Bon Jovial, what'd you think?
0: Well, you know, obviously it's a killer song, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: good. <laughs> Well,
0: he takes an excellent. Uh, he does an excellent play on words, and you know when you think, well, man, that's a killer song, man. You know, you expect to have it be this hard-driving rock and roll, screaming guitars, pounding drum beats, and things like that. But uh no, he does a very nice job He pulls it off. Okay,
1: I thought so too, and uh, we think uh, we thank Larry very much for passing that song on to us and letting us uh, debut it here on the David Bowers Awards. Moving right along, we've got a couple of announcements to make. And the first, of course, is our friends at our flagship FM station, WRFZ FM 106.3 in Rochester, New York, is going to be doing a Labor Day weekend marathon, a radiothon fundraiser. As you know, if you've been hanging around us for any length of time at all, WRFZ in Rochester is a free FM station, which means you don't get... A barrage of commercials every 5 minutes on there. So it's a, a pleasure to listen to. They have talk, they have music, and of course the best part of all is they have the David Bowers awards on there. So we want to be sure and to remind you of their show and uh, their Labor Day weekend radio where they'll be uh, attempting to raise money to support the station and uh, they'd like your help also if possible whatever you have Uh, you know, as much as you can afford to donate will be greatly appreciated. And it is tax deductible, by the way, John.
0: Well, I was just going to mention that if you are outside their listening area of Rochester, New York, which is quite a beautiful market, uh, you can also get WRFC online at rochesterfreeradio.com. And you can listen anytime, 24 hours a day, no matter where in the world you are. Just go to rochesterfreeradio.com and uh, go to that phone number that's on their website, make that donation because these guys really do a nice job and they're Thank not you. going to allow these silly car dealers to scream bloody murder at <laughs> you and they're not going to allow the lawyers to come on and say, were well, you crushed by a you know, steamroller in an accident? Well, call us. They don't do that stuff. They
1: really the, the, do
0: cater to the community and it's, it's, it's a beautiful Exactly.
1: Thing. They are a throwback to the old days of radio and media when they They were truly a servant of the people of their market. This station serves the people of Rochester. They serve them with talk. They serve them with music shows that they couldn't get anywhere else. And uh, they really do a bang up job and we support them 100%. And I also know that the uh, program director there, Brian Judah, is going to be doing, he's going to be attempting along with his co-host, Richard Slosh Dyson, Will be attempting to broadcast on the air straight for 24 hours from midnight, September 5th until midnight, September 6th. That ought to be really hairy and funny. The closer they get to midnight, September 6th, because I've done those radio thons before, and uh, you can get really silly when you lose sleep but they will be attempting to do it. And they've told us they are going to be locked in and the management will not let them out for 24 hours until they bring in the donation. So it's all for a great cause to improve things at the station and serve their community better. And we hope you will support them as we do. And We wish them all the best. want to also take a second to uh, remind you that Frank Palangi, the upstate New York indie rocker, Uh, had his home burned down, which included his studio. He's really strapped, and he's trying desperately to rebuild a GoFundMe page, which is available. You can get the information off of his his Facebook page, Frank Palangi, or uh, any of his other sites. Just Google Frank Palangi, and uh, you'll find his sites. So let's get right going. I told you we have something new and a little bit different in our quest to serve the emerging indie artists' market. And we have an artist standing by who is a drummer. Now, this will be the first time we've had a solo instrumentalist come on here and just perform their talent, just show you what they do. His name is Nick King, and he's a drummer. And we're going to listen right now to Nick King, track one. (laughs) he calls himself nick king that's a track of his drumming and uh, he's actually serving a dual purpose we're going to bring him right on in here right now but he's serving a dual purpose not only showing you his talents and what he does but he's also kind of auditioning for a job he's looking for a gig and uh, i'm sure he's going to tell us how you'd be able to get in touch with him and uh, set up an audition for him to work with you perhaps nick come on in and say hello
3: hey what's going on guys
1: Hey, you are my man. Great to have you with us. And I I love the concept. Uh, This this is something we've never done before. Had a a solo artist come in here and uh, basically audition for a job on our show. Uh, We thank you for coming by, for sharing your uh, drumming with us. And uh, tell us a little bit about Nick King.
3: Well, I'm from West Virginia. I'm 25 years old. I've been playing drums for... Almost ten years, and uh, I finally—I think I found a band now, and uh, I have a gig in Iron City, Tennessee, September 25th, uh, right. with Sugar Rose. So, so I'm hoping this will be my band. I
1: got gotcha. you. Great. I'm glad to hear that. Now I understand you're probably also uh, available for studio sessions too. Oh yeah absolutely yeah kind of thought maybe you would be now uh tell us a little bit about you you said you've been drumming for some time now uh tell us about your experience uh how you've developed how you've moved forward to get to where you are today
3: well i was 16 years old i was with my mom and my sister we went to a music store and she bought me a drum pad and where i had a little sister she liked like one direction justin Bieber, that kind of stuff So my very first song was by One Direction, and then later on, I got a drum set, a Pearl, and I started learning the Cars, the Beatles, and so on. And then 18, I found my first band with my cousin, and his friend. We played fairs and festivals for about two years. Then I was solo again for another year. Then 22, I found Crossover, and that was the one that got me everywhere. I was on magazines, interviews, major platforms. You name it, I was there. And now I just quit that band three months ago, so now I'm just doing my own thing until so somebody picks me up, and I've been talking to Susie, which is Sugar Rose, and she's been looking for a drummer, and she was like, I got a gig September 25th. She was like, U.S. I said, hell yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome. Great. I wish you all the very best there. Please, uh, one thing we tell all our guests is we like, to keep in touch with you. You're part of our family once you're on the show. So we'd love to hear from you, mm-hmm. how you're progressing, how the deal, how the gig is working out and uh, you know, just basically what you're doing so we can pass it on. Now usually I mentioned this at the end of our interview, but uh, since we're already touching on it, I'm going to throw it in right here. And that is the fact that in addition to being part of our family, we're all over the internet, as you probably are aware and one of the pages uh-huh. i have is a facebook page that's a groups music page the david bowers awards and that page is there for guests on the show and any anybody in the music business that has you know information or music that they want to share that's for them to put their own information up on you can post your gigs your new releases uh if you get you know if you get with a new group whatever you want to share with your fans and followers and of course to new fans and followers and you don't have to send in a press release or anything. You can post it directly to that page, and we will take okay. it and pass it on to our other social media pages to make sure the word gets around there. So feel free to join us there. Now, John Bon Jovial, I know you want to get in here. What do you got to offer?
0: Well, uh, first, first of all, all yeah. Uh, welcome we're to, to the the show. Show. We're, we're really glad, to glad to you're to here. You. Uh, Nick, I, my question to you is, uh, what uh, who? Who are your percussionist heroes?
3: Um, Travis Barker and Dave Grohl for sure. But uh, my favorite genre is rock and everything. But where I'm about to do this gig, she does country, so I might just switch over to country. Because like I said, I've been on major platforms. I've been classified as punk, rock, rap, country thing, and I'm I, I, I just go with it. I'm like Apple Music, okay
2: right
1: good stuff it's good to be versatile it is good to be versatile cuz that was going to be
0: my next question is uh you know how do you classify yourself do you uh classify yourself as an overall percussionist do you want to be known as a, a rock drummer um you know a jazz drummer uh you know, or you know if you want to branch out what kind of thought have you given to uh the future to where you can show somebody, yeah, you know, look, I can, uh, I can play heavy metal drums with the best of them, but I can also, uh, I, I can also uh, do a uh, the kind of percussion that you might hear in, in a Dave Brubeck tune, or I can also do something that you might hear, uh, you know, in a George Jones song. So, I, how, yeah, you know, what, what, what line of thinking or what, what line of, of pursuit, if you will, are you taking? to let people know that, you know, Hey man, I'm not just one genre of drummer.
3: Well, I like to just classify my, well, at first I always loved rock ever since I was little. And then ever since Apple music spotify I've been classifying me as different stuff. and I've been listening to different stuff and learning the drums. I like to play about anything now. So uh, if I'm in a country band, I just like to do the best of the best and let somebody just, Maybe I'll do something different. People will be like, well, I've never seen this. A drummer did this before. This is a first. I like to be like the first drummer to do like something that no drummer has ever done.
1: Sure. That makes sense. And, and the fact that you are, you know, you, that you're you're versatile and you've been experienced in all these different genres is likely to help you to to make that goal i think it's a, I think it's a great goal to set for yourself i'd listen to your music, your drumming, and i can't help but think though no, you have to remember, John and I are dinosaurs. We go back well they we've always had radios in our lives, but hey listen, television was brand new to us a long time ago, but uh, seriously, going back to the uh, late fifties i'm reminded of a drummer who did pretty much what you're doing. He uh, basically auditioned with his music, and uh, he did a... uh, Actually, he had two or three hit records on the pop charts back in the 50s. His name was Sandy Nelson. I guess his name was Sander Nelson, but uh, obviously he made it a little commercialized by going Sandy Nelson, and he did uh, the drum thing. He had a uh, a friend of his or a studio musician, whatever, that uh, played guitar with him which lent a little bit of a more of a, uh, you know, total musical sound to it. And I was thinking when I was listening to you, you could always have a, a guitar jump in with a melody that fits your, your drum pad and the rhythm that you're working with. But uh, if, you're, uh, you know, if you're interested in exploring that, it's, uh, you can find him on YouTube all over the place. Sandy Nelson, his first song, the one that broke into the public, was Teen Beat and uh he went on from okay. there like i said he had two or three hit records and then he went on to become a uh a good session drummer so he made a career out of uh one or two records where he basically just played uh, drums with a guitar that jumped in to, to add a little musical touch just to keep you know keep people's attention and uh you know it was a, something that i flashed on listening to your music now you i know you're looking forward to this new gig and again we here at the David Bowers Awards wish you all the very best. There, what else do you have planned for your future? Are you going to Are you going to try to stick with the uh, with the gig with a uh, with a group and maybe tour with them? You're going to do some recording, or, or what do you have in mind?
2: Well, that's
3: what I was hoping because I've talked to her for a month. I've known her, and she's got places in Florida, Indiana, uh, Tennessee, Virginia. She said that she's got everything. She's just looking for a drummer. So, if this goes good, then we got something in October in Indiana. So, I'm hoping to go to Tennessee and then in October Indiana, and hopefully head up New York and keep you guys updated and go from there.
1: Oh, absolutely, we definitely look forward to that. And uh, just for your uh, for your own personal information, if you want to make a sidebar note out of this, uh, John is down. In the Naples, Fort Myers area of Florida, I'm out in the Tempe, okay. Phoenix area of Arizona. So if you ever get out in those areas, look us up, let us know that you're going to be there and when. I'd like to meet you, catch your show, get to sit and chat with you for a few minutes or whatever. Uh, that would that would be wonderful. We always like to meet our guests in person, especially since we've met so many great music uh, musicians and persons on this show. Uh, we try to meet them whenever we can. I was also going to say what's the name of the uh, of the band again I I missed that Sugar Rose Sugar Rose okay I'm going to have to I'm going to have to keep that in mind you might also keep in the back of your mind you get in with them and you're you're doing you know you, you get comfortable you're playing gigs and everybody's happy and you're rocking on uh you might mention to them that we're always looking for good new independent talent to come on the show and for us to you know give another stage to because basically that's what we do here at the david bowers awards we try to create one more stage one more venue for emerging artists to get out there show off their talent and their music and uh, and just basically make a name for themselves that's what we do so you might mention to the sugar rose that uh you know if they'd like send us uh Send us a link to some of their music when you when you get in with them and you get going, and uh, also of course a, a contact information, and uh, perhaps we get the whole band here on the show.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Like I said, we're we're touring uh, Florida maybe. We'll probably meet John first and then go from there.
1: Absolutely. I'll
0: look forward to it. Absolutely.
1: Hey, John's always up for a party. And any excuse to get out and have fun. <laughs> and, and I've known him for <laughs> way too long, what, 40-some-odd years now, and he hasn't changed. Yeah, he, the only thing is, <laughs> his, close, his mind close, close still to thinks 50 like 50 years, it did 40 before. years <laughs> ago, but his body is a little slower to react now than it was then. So uh, you're probably safe. <laughs> he's a little tamer. <laughs> Yeah, I'm
3: I'm the young one out of the group of Sugar Rose. I'm only 25. So, uh,
1: well, hey, listen, it's good to catch on with a group that does have an established record like that because that helps you expand your role and grow in your chosen profession. And uh, that's perfect. I know as a uh, as a kid when I got into radio, well, into music originally, and then out later on into radio. Uh, I was always around older people. And, you know, at the time, it feels a little strange, you know, you know sitting around with all these old people. But then you look back mm-hmm. on it and say, you know, that was the best thing that could have happened because I learned a lot from them. And uh, I think oh, yeah. I think this is going to work for you. Now, before we let you go, one of the, our other tenets here on the show is self-promotion is highly encouraged. So tell the folks in the minute or so that we have left, how they can find you online, uh, get your music, keep in touch with you, track where you're going, you know, the whole nine yards. Go sell yourself.
3: Well, you can find me on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, all that, Nick King. And I'm on all the major platforms. Just type in Nick King, Spotify, Amazon, Caesar, Pandora, you name it. And that's about it. I'm not hard to find. Just type in Nick King and bam.
1: Fantastic! We we'll look forward to it. Definitely look forward to having you come back in the future, perhaps with your uh, with your band, and uh, keep track of what you're doing. Keep in touch, my friend, ladies and gentlemen. Nick King, and here's another one of his tracks. Example of his drumming and what he's doing. <laughs> go nick king with a couple of tracks of his drumming and uh really an interesting experience from our standpoint of presenting an artist not only with a, not not with a finished product but rather basically auditioning for a job and uh, we hope he gets it uh it's a great thing he's got himself hooked up with uh with one band now and uh, who knows maybe he'll pick up some studio work too anyway you know how to find him if you're looking for a drummer his name is nick king and uh, if you can't find him, give us a yell here on the David Bowers Awards. We'll be happy to help you track him down. John Bon Jovial, what do you think?
0: Yeah, it's it, it's a little different. And I, I do hope that he can land on both feet and have a you know, a series of steady gigs because from listening to him, it's unusual. We've never done this before and yeah, this is a, it's just a, a raw awkward, just a course, raw yeah. track like that. But he does have he's got some skills. There's no question yeah. about that. Uh, I don't know that I could handle a steady diet of three and a half minute cuts of just nothing but drumming, but <laughs> if this is a uh if if this is a platform by which maybe somebody is listening and they need a drummer, then okay i I, I think that hopefully we've accomplished that purpose
1: absolutely uh, because
0: he's, he he's, he's good he's good.
1: And that's exactly what we're here for, uh, to give emerging artists one more platform to present themselves on. And we hope you, our listeners, enjoyed and appreciated that. We thank Nick King, and we move along to our next guest. More music, that's what it's all about. This is Lane Allen, who we'll be talking to in about four minutes. Here he is with Lighting a Cigarette.
2: the bar and I lit a cigarette Been sitting here thinking of my regret Trying to figure out what I didn't know and what I did You called me by surprise When you loaded up and said goodbye And left me sitting here So I walk outside and I lie
1: Lane Allen, who is here to sit and talk with us for a few minutes now. Come on in here. Say hello, Lane.
4: Howdy, guys. How are y'all doing?
1: Doing great, Lane. Thank you for joining us today, and uh, good to have you here on the show. Now, let's see if I've got my notes straight. You're from Beaumont, Texas?
4: Yes, sir. That is where I'm from, born and raised.
1: Already. I've been through there, I think, twice. Uh, I never got to stop because I was always in a hurry. You know how it is. You You get in a hurry to get where you're going. And so I I never really got a chance to stop there, but I have been through there. Let's see, at 21, how long have you been singing professionally?
4: I started and played on my first stage when I was 13 years old, and I've been doing it as a job ever since then.
1: Well, what made you wait so long, so late in life? (laughs) 13 years old, (laughs) I commend you. I commend you. I had my my first gig, I think, I I don't remember exactly, but I'm going to say it was somewhere around the same age I had to. Uh, I, did, I was the MC for our uh, high school for our entire school's Christmas performance, where every grade we had, all twelve grades, had an act, and I had to memorize all this stuff. and It was uh, it was a mind bender, but it uh, right. bent my mind so much that I've been doing it ever since. And uh, here we both are, young starters. Later on in our career, what have you been doing to get where you are now, eight years later?
4: Man, we. Uh... You know, you just, you got to stay on top of it and stay on the grind, you know, and that's just really what we've been doing. at 13, whenever I had first started doing it, I was doing just acoustic stuff. It was just me and my guitar. I would Mm -hmm. go out to these bars wherever I could get in to play. And I was doing that, and then I met a man by the name of uh, Troy McManus, and he was doing acoustic things as well, so we kind of came together and made a duo type thing and uh rocked on that for a little bit and then what probably about two three years ago i finally got my own band that was my band and we uh you know we just anywhere that'll take us we'll go you know
1: (laughs) absolutely i understand and uh yeah, you've definitely grown well over the last eight years. Not only have you grown your fan base, of course, which is, uh, well, that's that's a prerequisite, you've got to do that, but you've also got a, a couple of chart hits that uh, have gotten some great radio success, uh, Lighting a Cigarette, which we just heard here, and uh, the other track we're going to play after we chat with you a while, Drinking Again, Smoking and Drinking, sounds like, you know, about the only thing you're missing from a good country uh, catalog is a. Uh, well, let's see. You got to have a. You got to have a pickup truck song and a "My Woman Left Me" yeah. song, and you should have the whole thing there, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Seriously, though, John and I both have spent serious years in country music radio, as well as rock and all other formats at one time or another. But uh, we both have spent some serious years in uh, country radio, and uh, believe me, when I make When I make light or jokes about it, it is in fun, not in sarcasm, because I love country music, and I have since I was a kid. It was the first thing that I got into, listening to my grandfather play his fiddle along with the old Eddie Arnold records on the Victrola. So uh, uh, now that I've dated myself, I will bow to my co-host, John Bon Jovio, who is a few seconds younger than me. John, say hello to (laughs) Lane.
0: Just a few seconds. Hey, Lane, welcome. We are you know, just... Really, really, both David and I are glad you're here. But you know, you mentioned that um, you know since 13 years old it, it's been your job. Now, let me ask you this: Is this a job or is this a labor of love?
4: I would say it's a, a, a labor of love, I guess, because man, if it wasn't for music, if I didn't have what I do, I could like I I, I wouldn't be the person I am today. You know, it, it wasn't. It is Well, ding, 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 ding. That is the right answer, sir.
0: <laughs> Johnny Tell One. Nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nah, you know, as, as David said, uh, um, both he and I have been involved uh, with country music and country radio for many years, terrestrial radio back in the days when, uh, you know, all this technology did not interfere with a, a really good radio program. And, uh, I, I like what I have heard in Lighting a Cigarette because it has a good message. You've got a good storyline there with it, but you've also got a nice contemporary country sound as well, mixing it in with the more traditional sound. And and that, while it may sound stereotypical, it's it, not really because I think that's kind of hard to do. And right. so uh, I, I think that you should be commended for that. And uh, I, I hope that Uh, you're going to get to a point where if you haven't yet, you're going to do a lot of touring and uh, you're going to do some touring down in our neck of the woods and David's neck of the woods. I'm in uh, Naples, Florida. David's in Tempe, Arizona, part of the Phoenix Metro. And 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 I know I'm stealing Dave's thunder here, but you know, if you are, if you ever do make it to our two locales, we really, really want to know because we want to come out and see the show.
4: Oh, absolutely. I will absolutely stay in touch with you guys. And, uh, keep it updated because that's kind of what i'm hoping for as well uh we haven't really done any big touring as far as going to multiple states i mean i've made it out to the far side of louisiana over there and and stuff like that so i mean we've gotten out some places we've definitely uh i've got bigger steps that i'm wanting to take for sure uh and i'm going to ask you one more question then turn it
0: back over to david uh, and that is, I just want to know when it comes to country music, who are your heroes?
4: Heroes. Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta be grateful and 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 for the guys that paved the way, like the the George Jones, the Merles, the Waylands, all them guys. As far as idolizing people and and wanting to be in those shoes, I would probably have to say, to be honest with you, they're newer newer artists, but guys like Cody Johnson, he uh really really set the The bar for what I'm wanting to do and the path I'm wanting to
1: go with my music.
4: If that makes sense. um, It
1: does, and I think that's a a good choice on your part. I also think, and this is personal opinion, but I think that there is a, uh, a swing. You know, music goes like a pendulum. And, uh, you know, one minute it goes one way, another minute it goes back to the other way. And I think the pendulum is starting to swing back to traditional country more so than it has been. I'm not saying we're going to go all the way back to the old Carter family songs or something like that. But I think you're finding uh, a um, restrengthening, if you will, of the traditional country sound. And I know that you're, the way you're talking, you fit into that. I think it will be good for you. And you talk about building and taking, you know, climbing your stairway to a bigger success. It looks like you've already gotten off to a good start. I know you what? once you opened for uh, Neil McCoy and Eric Oh uh, Yes, sir.
4: And those were both great experiences. It was awesome getting to meet uh, Neil McCoy. I mean, you know, I grew up, my dad listened to him and that sure. uh, Bubba's got his beer goggles on. So I, I got to meet the guy that sang that song.
1: So it's, it's, it's one of them, whoa kind of moments. <laughs> Absolutely, and great experience for you too, because you get to see them in action, as it were. You can feel their presence and the way they command an audience, the way they interact with them, which is very important. Because as you probably already know, once you step onto that stage, if you can interact with the audience and get them in the palm of your hand, then you've you've done your job. You, you've got something going and. I've had many artists ask me, you know, many emerging young up-and-comers ask me, "Well, I'm doing my first live gig on stage, and I'm opening for this other person. What, what do, you, what do I do?" And I said, "Basically, you go out there and do what you do, the way you do it, and make them make the audience forget about the star of the show. You become the star of the right. show. You right. just take over the stage, do your thing, and if you're doing it well." Everything else will fall into place, and uh, I think you've got that. Uh, I think you've got that under your hat. I want to thank our friends over at Gann Universal Promotions because I understand that uh, Phyllis and they are uh, promoting you along with uh, Seth Thorer over at Red Barn. And uh, I find it interesting also. One of the questions I often ask a uh, an up and coming artist is, how do you manage, you know, your personal life? and your professional life. Now, I know you're 21, but also, it's important, you know, what the relationship is between you and your parents and understand you're being managed by your parents.
4: Right. So, as far as the relationship goes and kind of, trying to keep it separate with them being my main source of management because I I like to call my dad my dadager because There you go. I like (laughs) that. Since I was 13, (laughs) I mean, it's been him. He's, reached out to these people, you know, got me these shows that I've gotten and got me to the point to where I've gotten. But, you know, we keep it we keep it separate. He he jokes around to say, It's weird that I'm working for my son and I'm like, Don't look at it like that, you
1: know, we're just we're both
4: we're both on a journey together, you know. Yeah, is, that's kind how I like
1: to look at it. Yeah, that is beautiful and I, I am I am going to borrow that well, along with a note to give you credit for it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that data in my uh in my notebook here because I have a hunch I'll be able to use that again someday. Great. I love the term. And what I really love is the relationship with you and your dadager and your momager for that matter. And the fact that, uh, you know, they not only support you in this case, they're working together with you. And I think you put it best when you said, uh, when you basically inferred that, uh, you know, he's not working for you. He's working with you. You're part of a team. Exactly. It's it's the two. It's the three of you together, and I I think that's great. It, especially that you have that closer relationship with your mother and father. That that is super. In the years to come, both you and they will just increasingly value that relationship. It's a great thing. Where are you going from here now? What's what's next on your agenda? What's the next step up your stairway? The next step. The next big step
4: that we are. Uh working on and we're actually in the process as we're
1: speaking right
4: now of getting it done. We So my steel player in my band has connections because he has his own little production company. So he's got connection with producers and stuff out of Nashville that he's gained over the years. I've gotten a list of songs from songwriters and we're actually in the process right now of making a trip over there to uh, get a five track EP done to release. So We're not going to do any more singles right now. We're just going to try to get that five track EP done so that way, whenever people do go on Apple Music or Spotify
1: or whatever, they have more than just that
4: one song to listen to, you know.
1: Great. I hope you get us the copy of the tracks off of that because we'd love to be able to share them. Maybe we'll we'll feature one of them here on the show one of these days. It'd be great to have you send that to us when you get it done. I look forward to it. And I. Of course, oh, wish you all the best in the studio. I hope you, I hope you knock their socks off or their headphones off their ears. It's great. I'm glad to hear you're going that way. And uh, yeah, you're right. Good to have it on there, so that uh, good to have it up where people can hear it. Because uh, hey, the more they hear you, the more they're going to like you. The more they like you, when well, you know the rest of the story. And in this day and age, <laughs> you just don't make that much money off a of single track. you got to get out there you got to get out there and meet the people and interact with them on stage and give them a show and make give them their money's worth and i i have a hunch yep. that you're doing just that because you've got the uh you've got the psyche for that john bon jovial before we let uh before we let lane take his leave and play his next track here do you have some uh words of wisdom
0: well when have you ever known me have a word or words of wisdom
1: <laughs> well you've never been at a lack for words i'm just trying to be nice i mean <laughs> well there is yes there is that there certainly is that and we all uh,
0: know I'm a nice well, guy. No, i i just want to uh know, lane um it, it just kind of a um a, a two-fold answer to the question uh we got drinking again coming up your next song and right. um i want to know what the thought process was going into creating this song. Uh, but then let 's look beyond that and uh you know, I used to hate it when a sales manager would say to me, "Well, where do you see yourself in a year or two years or whatever and of course it 's an impossible question to answer, but where does Lane Allen see himself going here over the next you know year or two or three
4: i man, I would really like to uh start doing like I was saying we were talking about earlier the bigger the bigger tours and the in the shows you know i wanna I wanna get out, you know, and I wanna see all these places and go to these venues and stuff, mm-hmm. so what we are really wanting to do is get on maybe like the rodeo tour- like circuits and the festival circuits and stuff like that, and start trying to do something mm-hmm. like that, just start trying
1: to build a name out there in that world. You no, know. that would be a a good track. I hadn't thought of that one. I, I mean, you think of touring, you think of opening shows for artists, and then building up to where you're the headliner. But the uh, you're right. The rodeo circuit would be a good one also. I have seen artists go through that, and uh, that's a uh, a great way to build a fan base too. And we all know that that's the key to the whole thing: build your fan base. Keep expanding it. Stay in touch with them. Interact with them. That's one thing I've also found that John John knows, too, from artists we've talked with here on the show. The really successful ones are the ones that interact with their fans, not only on stage, but now that we have this amazing technology, social media, take advantage of that and interact with them directly there, too, because it's a totally different feeling when the artist does the interacting himself rather than have... A, you know, a, a right-hand man or woman who does the social media for him. when you're on there and you're interacting yourself, well, it's like being in person. It's, it's like life. When you meet a person in person, it's so much better than having somebody tell you, Hey, uh, this guy is great. You got to go to him. When you meet the guy in person, you can decide yourself whether he's great or not. Same with social media. These people know, you know, you can sense; you get a feeling of whether the person is real or not, and uh, I love yeah. it when artists uh, interact. Well, one of our one of our regulars and one of my uh, one of my better friends, if not my best friend, in the uh, music industry, as far as a performer right now, the Oak Ridge Boys and Joe Bonsell for one, uh, mm-hmm. who is responsible for this show by having a long discussion with me one time about uh, how hard it is to uh, get into this type of thing. And, uh, you know, when you tell somebody that that's going to be awful difficult, you want to be sure and double check. That's the first thing that's going to make them go out and try to do it. And it worked with me and they, they also all do their own social media. I know if you, uh, if you send Joe a note on his social media, you get an answer back. You know, it's from him. This is right. really important. really important. Uh, we've got about a minute left. And as you probably heard from my talking with our last guest, we believe in self-promotion. So go tell the folks how they can find you, find your music, buy your music, and get in touch with you. Here's your stage. Go sell yourself now.
4: All righty. Well, as far as finding me, my main, I have Instagram, Facebook. I think that's actually the only two social media things that I do. I haven't made a. No, actually, I lied. I started a TikTok a few weeks ago, so I'm on that, too. Oh. But my main one is Facebook. If you want to find me on Facebook, it's just Lane Allen, L-A-Y-N-E, and then Allen. And that is where I do my dates for the month coming up, whatever we're doing with our music, everything like that. It is mainly for that. You can find me there, and my music is on Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora as well. So it's all all over the major platforms. Just kind of type in my name, and
1: I'll pop up somewhere. There you go. And as uh, I told our last guest, I tell all our guests, uh, we are also all over social media, all the places you mentioned and probably a couple others. But I have that page on Facebook you can look for. It's the David Bowers Awards Groups page. It's a music page. And that's there for guests on the show and anybody in the music business to post their, uh, their new releases, their play dates, studio dates, whatever you're doing that you'd like to share with your fans and new fans. That's what the page is there for. You don't have to send me a press release. You can go there, post it directly yourself. We'll pick it up and post it on our other social media sites. So keep that in mind and feel free to use it. That's what it's there for. Awesome, cool. Fantastic. Lane. want to thank you again so much for being here with us. Look forward to getting that eP when you get the tracks laid for that, and look forward. Seriously, to having you come back in the future and talk with us again.
4: All righty, guys. Well, thank y'all so much for having us, and we will be staying in touch. And like I say, whenever we get that EP done and it's all
1: finalized, we'll uh, get it over to y'all for sure. Look forward to that. Thank you again so much. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Lane Allen. He's from Beaumont, Texas, and he's drinking again. <laughs>
2: Tell myself and all my friends, I quit drinking again, knowing that I'll be even your face. And all my friends I quit drinking again Knowing that I'll be seeing your face with it And just like that I'll be drinking again Yeah, I'll be drinking again
1: There we go, Lane. Allen, drinking again. When you mentioned that on the show, John, I thought you were talking about we had been out drinking again. I didn't want to, you know, give Lane the uh, wrong impression there.
0: <laughs> well, as, I mean, look, we've never done that before. We're, you know, when it comes to alcohol, we're virgins. We we, we would we would never stoop so low as to, you know, imbibe in the the devil's brew. Uh,
1: And it has been gosh, (laughs) it has been a long time since we never did that before, too. So
0: (laughs) yes, it has been. It's been a hell of a long time since we've never done that, and I I would like to. I would like to never do that again with you again soon, sometime.
1: We definitely should work on that, folks. You definitely (laughs) should work on joining us back here again next week for another hour of music and madness and uh, some of the greatest indie talent in the world. We look forward to that. We thank Nick King and Lane Allen for being here with us today. And we look forward to John Bon jovi taking us home.
0: Oh, indeed, indeed. And folks, thank you so much for spending the hour with us. You've done it again. Another perfectly good hour spent with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we are always eternally grateful. For your presence here, and I am not kidding when I say that the David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and we are available for free on most of the major streaming services. I got to try that again. I got uh, I got mushmouth. I think it's because I got preoccupied by saying. Then, of course, we also come to you from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. So, you know, please forgive me for that. And, of course, this is why we have razor blades for editing, right, David? Of course. Uh, so join us next week for the David Bowers Award Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFC-FM 106.3 FM in Rochester, New York. That, of course, being Rochester Free Radio, and Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, at 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all of our crew of rejects here at the Radio Ranchero, uh, this is John Bon Jovial, the legendary one saying, love each other, be good to each other, keep washing your hands, wear those masks despite what they say, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.